0: Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. I'm your host Simran Jaspal. Today I will talk about respectful parenting. And before I dive into this topic, I want to share a short story with you all. One morning, a husband and a wife were sitting and having a cup of tea near the window of their house. Husband always enjoyed reading newspaper while having tea. The wife looked outside and saw her neighbour hanging clothes on her terrace to dry and she said, look at her clothes, they don't look clean, I don't know which soap she uses. The husband kept reading the newspaper silently. The same thing happened the next morning. They both sat and enjoyed the tea while wife said, oh god, not again. She doesn't even clean the clothes properly, they look so dirty. Husband looked outside and returned to his reading again. The very next morning was a Sunday and they had their tea a little late than usual. And while having tea, the lady said, I see, finally she has learned the art to clean the clothes properly. They look neat and clean today, but I'm surprised how she managed to do so quickly. To which the husband replies, darling, her clothes were clean every time you saw them. Today I woke up early and cleaned our window glass. So friends, let's look at the term respectful parenting from a cleaner glass because it requires a disciplinary approach. A disciplinary approach of not judging our kids by looking through that dirty glass, instead patiently understanding that there's another more efficient way of looking at the situations and problems we deal with our kids on daily basis this will in return nurture a respectful relationship with our children and i know we really look forward to have that respectful parenting is a very old approach which magda gerber a famous educationist started practicing in 1978 She called it Rye philosophy, so fundamentally the basis of this Rye philosophy is respect for and trust in the baby, to be an initiator, an explorer, and a self-learner. Now, respectful parenting can also be summed up as an awareness. We enhance our awareness by observing them, allowing them the bit of space they need to show us who they are and what they need. With this sensitive observation, we also learn not to jump on conclusions. Kids sometimes have feelings that they want to share and will work through them in their own way, but with our support. When you observe them closely, you will see that they are competent individuals with thoughts, wishes and needs of their own. And once we discover this truth, there's no turning back. Children are born with phenomenal learning abilities, unique gifts, deep thoughts and emotions. They are not just cute blobs, try to observe them as whole people deserving our respect. So respect them. In most of the household people exercise uh, giving false answers to the question asked by the kids. But I would say be honest. Tell them the truth. You can uh, manipulate the truth according to their level, according to their age, but try to tell them the truth. The beginning of this start is when they are infants, but it might be a bit challenging if they are older, but you can start anytime. It's never too late. Be real communicate authentically speak in your authentic voice though a bit more slowly with the babies and toddlers but use real words talk about real things don't use coups and cars and baby talking voice another thing you can do is inclusion in their activities when we involve kids in simplest daily activities like their basic needs, bathing, meal time, bedtime, diapering, reading, tidying up time, etc., it nurtures our relationship with them. Providing them the sense of security they need to be able to separate and engage in self directed play. Those who have older kids can start now, like I said, it's never too late. Involve your kids in their basic activities and make sure you use good communication. Our role in development is primarily trust. So encourage kids to express their emotions, accept and acknowledge them, trust them. And how would you do that? Start talking about the day thing and talk about your feelings, express your feelings or talk about their feelings and be honest while keeping the conversation positive for example you can talk about how the lockdown and its restrictions are bothering you or making you sad tell them the brighter side is that you are getting to spend more time with them and knowing them better etc do you know children look up to their parents for everything be gentle leaders instead of leading confidently in a tough situation we usually end up reacting out of anger, frustration and desperation. And then we resort to trying to regain the control through punishment and different tactics, which result in even more rebellion and disconnectedness over time. And ultimately we feel like a failure. So what can you do? You can make a list of your own to how to be a gentle leader, or you can wait for my next episode where I'm going to list some tips for you. Another important thing I want to mention here is that allow children to problem solve and experience and learn from age-appropriate conflicts. The simple example that I can think of right now is a toddler trying to open a jar. So he was consistently trying but couldn't manage to open the jar. So he leaves it and starts uh, playing with something else while the mother was noticing it. And when the child was busy, the mother took the jar and found that it was way too tight for him to open it anyway. So she loosens the lid. However, she keeps the jar back. The next day, the child noticed the same jar in his play area again and tried to open it because it attracted him a lot. And with a little effort, he's successful. What an achievement. What an achievement for both the parents and the child. Believe me, you want to see that satisfaction and pride the child has after his victory. And who wouldn't want to see that expression over and over again? What a gift for a child to see that the world is not made up of all powerful adults, but that they themselves have the power to make changes. And... What a gift for adults to see the children as capable and competent that they look up first to themselves and believe in themselves to solve problem. And also while in this process, if they get frustrated, acknowledge it. Tell them, I see how frustrated you are. And if they get too frustrated, which might also happen, let them give up trust them to leave the problems unsolved to leave the jars unopened let that be totally okay with you it's much better left undone than fixed by an adult an important lesson to learn if you can learn to struggle you can learn to live it's hard for us Parents to see struggle as the positive thing it is, but it's worth and a life lesson. Recognize that our children are learning from us through our every word and action about love, relationships, empathy, generosity, gratitude, patience, tolerance, kindness, honesty, respect, and much more. Where hi, goodbyes, share. Thank yous are all loaded words for toddlers when parents demand them, but I'm sorry takes the cake when it comes to parental expectations. I know this because I have a two year old. Another important aspect of respectful parenting is trust. When trusted to respond naturally, kids will come up with sincere gestures of apology. their own because we don't want to teach them that I'm sorry fixes things so they have to say it rather looking the same from a cleaner window will be encouraging them demonstrating trusting them and patiently waiting for them to learn to apologize empathetically in fact there are better ways to make amends than apologizing in some instances so what do I mean by that Well, it means model these actions more creatively. For example, the other day my son kicked a boy standing in a queue. I went to this little boy and his mum said he just had stitches removed where he got kicked. I said to him, ouch, I'm sorry that my son dropped his shoe on your scar. I can understand that it is a super sensitive spot. Meanwhile, he's showing me the spot and I say, Oh, I see it. I'm really sorry. My son walks over to him and finally said his honest, quiet and beautiful, I'm sorry. Because he saw me doing that. Our goal is for our child to make amends of his misleads because he genuinely regrets them. We also must trust him to find the words in time. Respect the child, give them time. Be not too much of his parent, but also his pupil. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.